0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. I wanna talk about how I lost over 50 pounds using hypnosis and kept it off for the last 30 years. Um, A lot of people don't understand how you use hypnosis to lose weight. It's kind of this magical thing. And what I wanna do is I wanna break it down. So there's three specific ways that it helped me do that. And I think it's gonna demystify it a bit. So the first one is that it helped me to transform my self-image, okay? From someone who was unhealthy who thought of themselves as someone who's going to be overweight their whole life because that's what they knew, that's who everyone around them was, um, and it changed into someone who's going to be healthier, living at their goal weight forever. Okay, and so I used hypnosis to do that. I don't know how else I would have done that. Okay, because your identity, your self-image, what you, who you believe you are, is a subconscious thing. And you've developed it through your life through a lot of factors that you don't even realize. And so you don't need to analyze all those factors. You don't need to figure all those out. What you want to do is you want to use hypnosis to focus and train yourself, um, practice being the person you want to be. And so I used a process of hypnosis where I would consistently imagine myself as the person I wanted to be. And I would consistently do this and so this is important because i would imagine who i wanted to be and i would practice being that person it would start to become a reality and then i would imagine myself being a better version of that person practice it in my mind become that person and so it was a process of ongoing evolution growth um becoming the person i want to be and it just keeps going and i used a hypnosis process to really speed that along because otherwise you're just expecting that you're going to lose the weight and magically become a different person And if you've ever lost weight before, you know, that's not what happens, okay? So the first way that hypnosis helped me to lose the weight was that it helped me transform my self-image into that of a thin, healthy person for the rest of my life. The second way that it helped me uh, to lose the weight was that it helped me change the way that I thought about food. And one of the the primary ways this happens is that you know what you should and shouldn't eat. You know you shouldn't eat overweight, you know, fattening foods if you want to lose weight, Right but you still feel compelled to eat them, right? You you want, you start your diet and next thing you know, you're compelled to eat the cookies, right? So how's this happening? Because you have subconscious associations and beliefs and understanding of how you think about the food that are driving your behavior. So using hypnosis again, consistently, um, and I should be specific. It was self-hypnosis. I used a self-hypnotic process to change the way that I thought and felt about food. So that I naturally went to the source of where my cravings and desire for food came from. And I changed the way I thought about unhealthy foods so that I felt indifference and disgust for it. And I changed the way I felt about healthy food so that I felt um, passion and desire for those foods. And that was at a core level. So that made everything else a lot easier because I learned how to decrease my desire for unhealthy foods and increase my desire for healthy foods. And that just made the whole process a lot easier. As you can imagine, what most people try to do when they want to lose weight. And what I used to do is I just left the desire alone. I desired all the unhealthy food and I tried to use willpower to stop myself from eating it. So learning how to go to the source and impact the desire I felt for different foods was a huge, huge benefit to helping me master my weight. And the final piece of how the hypnosis helped me to lose the weight and keep it off, that's the key thing, is that it helped me to change my behaviors. And they're all equally as important, but this one feels like it's more important because it's ultimately what you do behaviorally. It's ultimately what you're eating on a consistent basis that has the biggest impact on your weight. And again, most people just try and use their willpower to force themselves to behave in a different way. And it's just that that approach has a time span, right? And it's just a short one. It just lasts for a little while because it's difficult to keep that up. And so what I did is I used self-hypnosis to transform my behaviors so that I naturally started to think, feel, and behave like a thin person. And what I would do is I would use hypnosis to imagine myself behaving like the thin, healthy person I wanted to be day in and day out. And that started to program in my subconscious mind to behave that way. And so the easiest way to kind of explain it in, in simple terms is, you know how like you have a toothbrushing habit, right? And so it's like you you think about brushing your teeth, but it's primarily an automated behavior, right? And so you have to understand that most of your behavior is automated. We live most of our lives on autopilot. And so your unhealthy eating habits are running on autopilot right? You don't have to remember to eat the ice cream at night. You just, you think about it and you remember it automatically. And then you have to consciously try and fight against that. And that's how you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to fight against your automatic behaviors. And again, it's very difficult. What I did with hypnosis is I reprogrammed my automatic behaviors and I programmed them to be more healthy and less unhealthy on a subconscious level so that I automatically just did it. Again, just like your toothbrushing routine, you pretty much just do it at certain times a day. It's just a routine. It's an automatic behavior that you just do. Now, again, you consciously encourage it, but it's primarily just something you do on autopilot. Well, your eating's the same way. And so I programmed my eating to become healthier. And even beyond eating, I programmed my subconscious mind to drink the right amount of water every day, to get the right amount of sleep to relax more, to breathe properly, to nourish my body, to meditate more, to move more, and to feel more grateful. So I programmed all of these behaviors into my subconscious mind so that now I have a bunch of habits, eating habits, lifestyle habits, thinking habits that run very similar to your toothbrushing habit. I'm there managing them to some degree, but they're mostly running on autopilot, bringing me in the direction I want to go. And so when you put all of these things together, when you... Use hypnosis to transform your self-image and identity into that of a thin, healthy person. When you focus on changing the way you think about food so that you naturally and automatically desire healthy food more and decrease the desire for unhealthy food more, and when you start focusing on programming in healthy behaviors into your life, eating behaviors, lifestyle behaviors... It makes you a thin person and it makes you a thin person on somewhat autopilot, which gets to the main point of what I work with everyone on, which is that I want to help you live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. I'm not just focused on the short-term goal of losing weight. I want you to live there forever and I want it to be somewhat automatic. And that is because that is what I did for myself. So I hope this helps you out because if you're looking to lose weight, Trying to do it just consciously through willpower and forcing yourself to act that way, it's very difficult and it's hard to maintain. When you take the time to program your subconscious mind, you get much more return on that energy investment where those habits that you're working and installing into your subconscious mind tend to last a lot longer. Again, going back to the toothbrushing, you don't have to remind yourself to brush your teeth every day. You invested that energy into creating habits and now it pretty much just runs on autopilot. And that's the way that I created the weight mastery that I achieved and that I experience now. So begin thinking about it this way and consider using hypnosis to actually create your weight loss goals instead of willpower. So I hope that helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Hey, Miss Independent, how are you doing? Um, good to see you. Glad you're here on a beautiful Friday. I don't know. Is it beautiful everywhere? It certainly is beautiful here in Massachusetts. It is just a perfect, perfect day. Um, yeah. Chuck says, "Yeah, hey, works, Jim? I've replaced sweet snacks for fruit at night. That's, that's perfect. You see, and I always say there's three R's of weight loss, which is um, reduce, replace, which you did and remove. Now what most people do is they just try and remove, right? And that's hard. It's hard to just be like, oh, I eat snacks, I eat sweets at night. I'm just gonna get rid of them completely. That, that's, that takes a lot of effort. And so it's a lot easier. Replacement's one of the best ones <clears throat> because you're keeping so much of the behavior. You know what I mean? Like you're getting up, you're going to get something, you're eating, you're putting in your mouth, you're chewing, you're swallowing while you do whatever your nighttime snack routine is. Um, so all of it's staying the same except that you replaced it with something healthier. So replacement is one of my favorite, favorite strategies. And it's certainly a great strategy that you can use as an intermediate one until you have, do remove it, if that's what you want to do. But you may not need to remove it, all right? Um, so so great job, Chuck. Yeah, that, that that's being... Again, you know, what it all comes down to ultimately is with your weight mastery, you want to be strategic. You want to strategically plan for how can I maintain my weight loss? How can I keep this up? Not how can I just change everything dramatically so I can lose weight quick. You have got to get out of that mindset because it's a short-term mindset. And again, the irony, right? The, the paradox of it all is that the more impatient you are and the more you want to do to lose the weight as quick as possible, the longer it takes for you to ever be able to actually lose the weight long term, if, if ever, you know Um, how do you find weight loss an enjoyable process? That's a great question. And I'm going to answer that because I genuinely do genuinely, genuinely, and you need to, because well, so how do you do that? How do you turn the weight loss process into making it enjoyable? Um, First thing I suggest is that you really make it a process of weight mastery. Okay. Because weight loss those that's code word for dieting and it's code word for, I just want to lose the weight. And the truth is you don't just want to lose the weight because I know you've lost weight before and there's nothing worse than losing the weight and then putting it back on. So you don't want to lose weight. You want to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life. And and I don't know if that just sounds like it's the same thing. It's just semantics because it's not, it's two completely different backdrops to how you're thinking about it. One of them is that you're thinking of yourself as an overweight person, who's going to lose some weight. And then you'll deal with it. Once you lose the weight, you'll figure out the rest, which you won't. And the other one, you're really orienting to what the true goal is, that you want to live at your goal weight. So that's the first step is that you want to achieve weight mastery. And so how do we make the process of becoming um, thinner enjoyable? Well, I would say the way you do it technically, like on a strategic level is if you look at a diet, you're trying to do everything all at once. And what you're doing is you're overwhelming yourself. And it's a miserable process because – you know I mean it is very typical for a person going on a diet to cut 50% of their calories out to instantly like change all of their eating to instantly start working out really hard and it's so overwhelming it's it's it creates anxiety tension stress um all sorts of emotional issues because a lot of times people are using the food for emotional reasons on top of it and so you're getting rid of that so you're not dealing with your emotions anymore um you're completely you're starving yourself you're changing your entire way of behaving so it's overwhelming and so that's a miserable way to do it right so how do you make it more enjoyable well you take it a step at a time you make it manageable there's a state called flow and, and i can't even I, I i'm gonna practice saying this guy's name it's it's like 15 letters and they're all um consonants but um he wrote the book flow and the idea was that flow is like when we get to our we get kind of to our max capacity And then we go 5 10% past that. That's kind of that flow state. It feels good. If we do something that's really simple, we get bored. If we take on too much, it's anxiety-inducing. And so we find that sweet spot of where we're just going a little bit more, just a bit of improvement, where we're able to kind of do it somewhat comfortably. That's the enjoyable flow state. And so if you can bring that into your weight loss, that's the strategy. It's completely different than the diet strategy of trying to change everything all at once. It becomes... I'm going to fix what's my worst eating habit. Let me focus on that for a while. You know, let me put all of my energy into fixing that. And with the intention that you're not just going to force yourself to act differently, but you're going to be strategic with it. Kind of like what Chuck was saying. He wanted to work on his, his nighttime snacking habit. Right. And so what a brilliant strategy to instead of just cut it out completely to replace it with fruit. You know, that's brilliant. That's the type of strategy that is going to be way more likely to be sustainable long term. And when you start focusing on that type of strategy, you you remove a lot of that stress and anxiety that you associate with weight loss. And you start to turn it into a personal development prog- project, you know, which is how I think of it. I think of, again, you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. Make this a process of being the best version of you possible, you know, um, and that's how you do it. Uh, would you recommend intermittent fasting for 12, 16 hours if I'm 15 years old? Um, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't even, you know, I, I usually work with adults and I don't even know, you know, 15. I don't know. That's a good question. Would I recommend that? I feel like I feel myself not wanting to recommend it. (laughs) Um, but my golden rule is there's no right or wrong There's only what works for you. You know, if you try it and you like it, maybe then that's fine. If you try it and it feels overwhelming, I would say, don't, don't do it. Okay. Um, it, it's no good that way. Um, all right, Lee. Oh, I'm glad I'm live too. Uh, I did keto lost 20 kilograms, but gained 30 kilograms back. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. I appreciate the effort you put in, you know, Oh, when then diagnosed with hyperthyroid, but gained weight, no one can explain it to me. Um, I mean, what you're saying is so common, you know, and it, it's not just keto. It's, it's pretty much any diet. We, we go into this extreme mode. Um, and there's a number of reasons for this. I mean, is it metabolic damage? Uh, is it just a rebound effect? You know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, but it's uh, a that, that sucks. I, I, I feel bad for you. What I will say, though, is you can let go a lot of that pain of putting the weight back on by learning from it. You know, I always say this, that the brain gives up pain for learning. And so what I would suggest is that you learn from when you do extreme things. I don't, I don't know. Is keto extreme? Well, it depends on the person. But if you're doing something that feels difficult or kind of extreme, that's probably not the right path to be on. Because again, what I'm always suggesting is that people get on a path that feels manageable. You know, like, like I, the way I live and the way I eat, like I love it. I love doing it. And I anticipate and expect to be eating and living this way for the rest of my life. You know, I'm sure I'll, I'll keep optimizing and enhancing it, but I love the way I eat and live, you know? And so I don't have any of this anxiety about how long I'll be able to keep this up for, you know? So I have a completely different foundation. So when people do keto, again, that was anything right or wrong with keto necessarily, but, or, or in fasting, but when people take those things on in an extreme way, just so that they can lose weight, it usually causes all kinds of psychological issues. Um, because there's a thing called the counter-regulatory effect. Um, or you can look it up, the what the hell effect. You should look this up. Um, and what it is, it's really a dieter thing where they restrict calories really intensely or really restrict what they're eating. And then they can't stick with it. And once they're not doing that, they go way overboard. Um, it's the all or nothing setup. You know, we all know that. And so the, the, the way to avoid that is become all or something. You know, stop doing the all things um, or nothing. You know, and and instead start to make things manageable and sustainable for yourself, you know. Um, But again, without knowing all the specifics of your situation, it's hard to give you real specific advice. But again, you know, if you liked keto, you know, then why aren't you doing it now? You know, I did keto implies you're not doing it anymore. Why did you stop? You know, that'd be my first question. And um, if it's like most people, it's because it's really hard, you know, and it's unpleasant. It sucks. It's a lower quality life. Just because you lose weight doesn't mean life's better. You got to understand that you need to choose your goal weight based on what gives you the best quality of life. And so figuring that out is not just about, um, figuring that out is not just about, uh, you know, understanding, um, you know, what weight you want to live at. It's understanding that you need to eat and live a certain way in order to achieve that, um, that weight, you know, so a lot of people pick a weight that's so low that they're not willing to live that way. You know, if you pick a weight where it's going to require you drinking water and eating carrots all day, that's all you can do. That's a shitty quality of life and you're not going to do it. So, you know, at some point you gotta pick a higher weight that, that you're able to live at. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm on a program now, hospital in Geneva, but I'm feeling stuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I work with so many people that have done like the really strict programs and, um, there, there's just a lot, of, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it's weird too. Like sometimes when you're getting, you're being so specific with your, <laughs> thanks Chuck. Um, Chuck, guys, why I'm not on every talk show in America, I would wonder that myself and I, I think there's reasons for it, but I don't want to sound like a crazy person. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's true because <laughs> at the very least I'm bringing a different mindset to it. And again, everything I do is always about practicality, you know, cause um, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss. I've been doing this for 20 years with real people you know, real people. And, um, my approach is never this strict thing. Cause I could start any, I listen, I could start a plan and I could just write out my meal plan and say, okay, do this. You want to lose weight eat like I eat, but you're not me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's like, you need to create a meal plan and a way of living and eating that is just like, that, that fits you like a glove. That's the secret. And it takes a lot of time and stuff, but, but that's the secret, you know? Um, but yeah, but, but I'm telling you one thing, like, like the strict, I, there's just so many people I've worked with that have done the strict plans and they lose the weight and then they put it back on because the strict plan it's like going to a personal trainer and I, I got nothing wrong with personal trainers but a personal trainer I look at them like it's almost like a physical embodiment of willpower it's like you're you're paying this person to hold you accountable because you don't want to do it and so I don't like that I would rather take the time and energy to create a plan that actually resonates with me and I don't need I don't need someone busting my ass to keep me on it You know what I mean? Like, I don't have anyone overlooking me. I I love living this way. You you know what I mean? And so I've taken the time though, to come up with a, a lifestyle and an eating. Again, there's three pillars of weight mastery, mindset, lifestyle, eating. In my program, we have a workbook where you fill that workbook out. It's a 60 page workbook. It's your blueprints, your weight mastery blueprints where you have a, a weight mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. That's built around you so that you can live at your goal weight forever And so that's a cornerstone part of the whole program, you know? And so I have a specific way that I live, think, and eat that keeps me at my goal weight on near autopilot, you know? And so when we do these strict plans, it's like, you know, and and geez, if you're not getting results on the plan, then you're really in trouble because I know you're being super strict with it. You know, they're probably tracking every little thing. Those, Those programs tend to work for a little while you know, and then you go off it and then you put the weight back on, then you try and do it again. And then you don't get the results. That's what I see a lot of times. Why does that happen? Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons that could be the case, but ultimately like when we're doing these strict plans that you're doing through a a hospital, I'm going to assume it's strict, but if you're doing a strict plan, the question has to become, what are you going to do after it? You know, are are you going to, are you comfortable? How do you feel when you imagine following the plan you're following now forever? I'm not talking about a Zempic. I'm talking, and I'm not even sure. I'm kind of talking out my ass here a little bit because I don't know the medical. She, she said, she's, there's a person said they're working through a um, and I don't know if it's a she actually, um, but this person said they're, they're working through a, a hospital program. Um, and, and I, I, I'm, so I'm kind of assuming and I shouldn't do that. Right. We all know about assuming. Do we all know about assuming? <laughs> if not, <laughs> you should know about it because you don't ever miss an opportunity to say it makes an ass out of you and me. Right. So if you didn't know that, there you go. But, um, anyway, so, so they're working for a hospital, but a lot of the hospital programs I've seen, they're just real strict. Um, you're tracking calories, real specific, you're going in there, you're weighing, you're you're talking about everything you're doing. And, um, again, it's, it's any diet, the diet mindset to me, and I think this is important so that you can see through the bullshit because these diets are always trying to window dress themselves in a different way. And so it's important that you can see through to see what is a diet. And my definition of a diet is something that they just tell you what to do. And then you're supposed to use your willpower to force yourself to do it. That's a diet. And so whether it's keto, intermittent fasting, medically supervised weight loss, um, you know, Mediterranean diet, it doesn't matter. Low fat, low carb, um, vegetarian, vegan, whatever. It doesn't matter if it's just like, here's the plan. And you just got to force yourself to do it. That to me is a diet. And the chances of that working long-term are very, very, very low, you know, because you're never building it around you. You're never, you're not following a plan or creating a plan that's built for long-term. You're following a plan to lose weight as fast as possible. And usually the strategies to lose weight as quick as possible are not the strategies to lose weight for as long as possible. They're, They're usually completely opposite. And so I get on here trying to just contrast that for you. Cause at this point, if you're watching me, you have probably been trying to lose weight for decades. Um, you probably think about losing weight all the time and you can't get yourself to actually do anything to actually lose the weight though. A real weird predicament to be in. Right. And you can't figure out why. And I'm telling you why it's because you've tried so many diets. Some of them have worked and then you've put the weight back on. And so now you associate dieting with ultimate failure. And so your subconscious mind says, fuck that. I ain't doing another diet. I'm not going through that just to get the ultimate disappointment. And it prevents you from taking any action to get any results that you want. So the secret and the answer to getting better results and and doing something different is to start walking down a different path. And it's the path of weight mastery, not the path of weight loss. It's to really focus on how can I live at my goalie for the rest of my life on near autopilot? Now I know you don't have that answer, but you're not asking that question. <laughs> and so as you consistently ask that question, and of course we vary it up how we ask it, but as we consistently ask that core question, you start to reveal strategies that work for you. They resonate with you. And so it's a much more gentle, comfortable, enjoyable process that gets you way better results and it's results that last a lot longer. So anyways, that, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Um, and Ozempic, I don't like Ozempic because again, Hey, first of all, this is a major, major, major medication. I know people are so desperate. So they minimize all the bullshit from it, but do not be blind to the giant sign under the Ozempic ads that says may cause thyroid tumors. We don't know what this thing does yet. It's, it's for type two diabetics. Okay. And it's built to help them produce more insulin. So again, it's one more band aid because the the core problem is what, okay. So, so that now again, I'm, I'm overstating this a bit. Oh, I get that. But if we're going to keep spiking our glucose levels, that's the core problem. So, so again, we we need insulin, you know, uh, we we do. But you can't just—it's like the antacid commercials used to have. Like they show the guy he eats all the bullshit, and then he gets like the the acid reflux and the and the heartburn, and they say, "Oh, you can eat, keep eating the shit, but here's a pill that will make you not feel all the, the after effects of it." Again, we we can't just treat symptoms. We need to focus on the core, the cure. And um, so so a zempic to me you know, is for type two diabetics to produce more insulin and the way it helps people lose weight is it makes them feel nauseous, you know? So you feel nauseous all the time and it's an intense ass medication and you'd have to take it forever and you never deal with the mindset piece of the weight loss. So I I do not like that stuff um, for weight loss. Um, Lee says, I have this two years program in Switzerland, how to eat, move, make peace with food. Okay. That sounds like a nice program. So, so I take it back. And again, what did I say? I just proved the, the assumed thing. Um, of course, I, I made just an ass out of me by assuming that. But that sounds like a nice program. And Switzerland sounds nice. I don't know. I come from America, so Switzerland, I always frame everything in Switzerland as nice and nice. But but making peace with food sounds great. And eating, moving, that sounds all nice. Um, yeah. sounds says, it's all mental. I was put on Ozempic and still struggle with eating despite having no hunger. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate you saying that. Because what it does is it reveals that the... Because, you know, listen look up weight surgery. I've worked, I've worked with so many people that have gotten the surgeries, you know, or the lap band, or they've gotten literally the, um, bypass and it's, uh, you say, okay, well, they're going to lose weight now. Well, no, they lose weight. Everyone loses weight initially. But then what happens a lot of times, again, it's the mindset piece. And what they do is they, they can't eat a lot at once, but they learn to just eat all day long. And they put the weight right back on because they never deal with the mindset piece. And you're just proving exactly th- the point with the Ozempic literally, right? It, you, you have no hunger because you don't feel good, but you've got the habit, you've got the emotional, you know, the emotional eating piece that's not getting resolved. And so you just eat out of habit, you know? And so if you never deal with those things, it doesn't matter what you do. There's no shortcuts. The only, listen, the most important thing affecting your weight is your mindset more important than your genetics, your hormones, your environment, even, which is the most important thing right after that. Um, your menopause, your metabolic disorder, your diabetes, any of it, your mindset's the most important thing. And you you need to, you need to change your mindset. If you're ever going to get a handle on mastering your weight, there's just no way around that. Okay. Um, Lee says I used to do drastic diets and now I have to do it slowly and it's difficult. Um, It's difficult psychologically to get into the the slow mindset. I understand that. Um, Which is again, so my program, we always start Again, you've got to make it a different process. So let's talk about how to change the mindset when it comes to weight loss. What you've got to do, ironically, is you have to make the weight loss secondary. You you can't focus on the weight loss. You have no biological mechanisms that want you to lose weight. Do you understand that? We've evolved in a food-scarce environment for millions of years. So now your brain and body want you to put as much weight as possible on, because it, it equates that with survival. So, so making it all about weight loss is, is a fool's errand. I mean, you're just, you're never going to get the motivation and the results you want if it's just about the weight, what you need to do is make it a process about being the best version of you possible. Okay. And that means how you feel, how you're living, how you think about yourself, the emotions you feel day in and day out. And if you make it around that, that you're going to realize that that's in line and congruent with you also having the weight that you want to have. Okay. It makes it much, much easier. And it's a different focus because the weight, when that's the only focus, you're just straight fucked. I I, I can't put it any other way because the weight loss is unpredictable. You know what I mean? Like, like understand this, you can go to a hospital, they can, they could put you in a lab and feed you a specific number of calories. They could measure every single thing you're doing. And they still couldn't predict how much weight you're going to lose because weight loss is unpredictable. And so if all you're doing is motivating yourself by looking at that scale you're going to be in trouble because there's going to be times when the weight doesn't move or it goes up a little bit, or you don't lose as much as you thought, and you're going to feel discouraged. So you need to have something else that you can focus on instead. And so so you're not tricking yourself, but you're shifting your focus in a strategic way. We want to lose weight, but we know that if we just focus on weight loss, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. We need to make it about becoming the best version of ourselves possible because now there's a lot more things to pay attention to and um again we we can focus on ourselves and improving ourselves in such a way that we also can't get the body we want as well so i hope that makes sense um someone say here i need to quit my coffee <laughs> do you i drink coffee the coffee isn't what's making you overweight it's the fact that it's not a coffee it's a milkshake most likely (laughs) you know what i mean listen all you you can't be you can't be drinking milkshakes and calling them coffees call them what they are if that's what you're doing if you're just talking about black coffee for some reason that's a different story but most people talking about the the coffee drinks it's like it's not a it's not a coffee it's a coffee flavored milkshake you know what i mean um but but you might be right because those things pack a lot of calories a lot of calories in them um, yes. Focus on doing yoga, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, um, that's a huge component. So my program, right. A big part of it is the lifestyle piece, right? So I said, there's three pillars, mindset, lifestyle eating. Okay. And the lifestyle piece. And just to prove this to you, cause I, you know, it's a buzzword these days. I got to shift. I can't just go on a diet. I got to shift my lifestyle, but it's like, what do you mean by lifestyle? What do you mean? You don't even know. And I I say this to you to empower you and to change the narrative in your head because I know the narrative you have is like, no matter what I do, I can't lose the weight. And you feel powerless at this point. You know, you feel like you just feel like a failure when it comes to your weight loss and you take it personally. You take your weight, your weight is is the result of a character flaw within yourself. And I'm telling you that's complete and utter bullshit. It it has nothing to do with your character, your lack of willpower. It has to do with a complete and total horseshit strategy that you're following (laughs) to try and lose weight where you just go in and you just try and change your eating. So what I just tell you, and I make the pyramid shape because it's a level of importance. The mindset's the most important piece the foundational piece, then the lifestyle, then the eating strategies. And what most people are just trying to do is just change the eating strategies. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. And so you need to change your lifestyle. But what do I mean by lifestyle? And this is just to prove the point that you literally have no internal map of how to live at your goal weight. You have no psychological granularity of the processes that make you thin. And so we're just talking about lifestyle right now. And so if I ask you, what does lifestyle mean? What would you write? What would you write? Because you think about weight loss all the time. But what would you write if I asked you about lifestyle? Just to prove the point that, that it's, it's, not, it's not a character issue of why you're struggling with your weight. It is a lack of strategy. It's a lack of clarity, okay? So I'm gonna tell you what my lifestyle plan is in the program. Okay, and I, I appreciate you answering that, right? So more activity with a question mark. I don't know, activity? I don't know. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. You have no internal blueprint for how to make this happen. But but hear what I'm gonna say. Like, like I'm gonna break it down for you and I'm gonna give you eight, eight components of a lifestyle that I would suggest and that we go through in the program. And in order of importance, the first one, sleep. Getting proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, nourishing your body, moving more, getting the right amount of movement, meditation, being able to quiet your mind down, and gratitude. If you put these eight things into your life on a consistent basis, it transforms you into a different version of yourself, a more energized, relaxed, clear thinking, happier version of yourself. And when you feel that way, it becomes a lot easier to eat the way you need to eat to weigh what you want to weigh, okay? But it's about being strategic. You're not being strategic. All the diets are tactics. It's one tactic. Stop eating carbs. Stop eating for 16 hours a day. Stop eating fat. You know, stop eating meat. Only eat meat. (laughs) Stop eating vegetables. It's always like the one thing. That's what they're built around because diets are marketing. If they're just trying to get that. They know you're overwhelmed. And so I just want to give you one thing to focus on and make it sound as simple as possible. So all the diets are built around sounding conceptually simple. What could sound more simple than just stop eating carbs, right? Just, oh shit, I could stop eating carbs. And then you start and you're like, oh shit, all I eat is carbs. <laughs> what do I eat? <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's crazy. So you know, you, you got to start realizing that changing your weight is a comprehensive process. Now, first, oh shit, I want I just want to die. That sounds hard. But once you realize it's comprehensive, you can actually go to work on making it happen and be strategic with it. Um, and you can get better results than you've ever gotten. You know, so I'd suggest if you've never, if you don't know anything about my approach, Um, Go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session. It's a free hypnosis session. If you've ever experienced hypnosis or someone else's hypnosis, listen to it. It's a session built to get you motivated and fired up for you to clarify and connect to the ideal version of you, to your your thin, healthy body, the person you want to be in in a detailed way. feels really good. Um, And it takes a couple minutes to send it to you. And what else I give to you is a, a training, three steps to master your weight. Why just break it down? It's about a half hour. But if you care at all about changing your weight or your health or your quality of life, it, it's worth a watch, you know? And if you get through that, I, I talk about my program. Um, yeah, Laurie says not smoking. Yeah, obviously that would help you for sure, right? Um, that would help your lifestyle because, oh geez, the smoking at this point, right? It's, uh, it's fascinating of the smoking too. I always reference smoking because smoking is a great thing to reference to get a perspective of where we're at with the food right now. Um, where, with the, with the, where we're at with the food right now, processed food is where we were with the cigarettes in the fifties. And what I mean by that is that in the fifties, people didn't think about cigarettes being unhealthy for them. You know, as a matter of fact, they used to have cigarette commercials that would say with doctors and I'm saying, this is the healthiest cigarette, you know, people didn't associate cigarettes with lung cancer. That wasn't until the seventies. And so right now we're in that same boat with food. Even though the writing's on the wall, I mean, you can, it's very clear that the diet we're eating, this processed food diet, certainly the standard American diet is causing us it, it, weight related issues are the number one cause of preventable death at this point. So it's the same thing as cigarettes causing lung cancer, the diet we're consuming and eating the foods we're eating, these high processed foods with a lot of sugar, a lot of flour are causing us to die. And to have morbidity, you know, a, a shitty quality of life while we're alive. And um, it's just like the cigarettes. But again, if you go back in the cigarettes, if you put me in a time machine and you sent me back 100 years ago and I said, hey, smoker, that, that's not good for you, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, they think I was crazy. And so I, I, <laughs> here I am now, though. And, uh, you know, it, these, this food's killing us. It's literally killing us. It killed my father. I, the reason I do this is my father died at 54 of a heart attack, he was obese. Um, live a stress, you know, a stressful quality of life for himself. Now again, greatest guy I've ever known, super duper guy, just an awesome person. Um, did not know how to change how he ate and his habits, you know, and um, and that's what we see. And that's what to me this is all life or death. Okay, so you, the first step to really, really transforming your weight and becoming a thin, healthy person is to reframe this process from one of, oh, I want to lose weight and look good in a bathing suit to one of, I want to eat healthier and I want to live as long as I can and have the best quality of life while I'm here. <laughs> Those like two worlds apart in terms of motivation. You know what I mean? So that's part of the mindset piece is reframing. What are we doing here? All the diets and the food, industry, they're always minimizing what's at stake. And listen, the diets, the reason you're so stuck is because the diets have fucked us all. They are, it's been, we have been exposed to millions of diet ads in our lives. And the diets, by the way, don't want you to lose weight. All the big diets you know about are owned by big food companies. Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Um, The company that owns Atkins Food Products, the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owned uh, Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, Unilever. So, you know, who you learn how to lose weight from? is it any wonder that you're so confused you don't even know what to do? You just feel stuck. You think about losing weight all day long and you never do anything to make it happen. You can't make it happen for some reason. <laughs> it's because you're conditioned. You've been, you know, what's funny. I was, I was talking with a client yesterday in the program and she goes, she goes, it really is true. It's like, it's not so much about being hypnotized to lose weight. It really is about waking up out of the trance that you're in. You're in a trance right now. That's been put there by the food companies and the diets and the medical establishment. And I love myself doctors, but the medical establishment, at least in America, is built around treating symptoms because that's where all the money is. And so they love pushing all of the, the type 2 diabetes medicines, but you go into the doctor's office, 100 pounds overweight, and you're basically going to get, you should lose some weight. You might want to think about losing some weight. All right, see you next year. You know, these doctors got nothing for you about how to actually lose weight. Short of surgery, sort of this bullshit medicine, they got nothing for you mindset wise. And I love doctors, you know what I mean? I do, but they're a product of the the system they're in. Let's be honest, I mean, you know what I mean? Come on, we all see this, don't we? Am I crazy? And so you sit there thinking about losing weight all day long and can't do it, and you wonder why. Well, you're exposed to food ads 24 hours a day and addictive foods. By the way, the food companies are the cigarette companies. In the 70s, I was just talking about that, they saw that the writing was on the wall, Cigarettes cause cancer. So the cigarette companies divested from cigarettes and guess what they went into. You're never going to guess <laughs> the food companies, RJ Reynolds bought a huge steak and craft. And so from the late seventies, all the food started to become super addictive. They brought that same mindset in the food became super addictive and they used super aggressive marketing to get us addicted to it. And then you get the diet. So toys. okay. I want to lose weight. And then it's, it's their wolves and sheep clothing teaching us bullshit. Cause, cause listen, <sighs> Have you ever lost weight long-term on a diet? Do you know anyone who has? When you have a friend of yours that says, you know what, I'm going to do X amount. Of, I'm going to use diet. I'm going to start intermittent fasting. I'm going to do whatever. Do you ever believe them? Do you believe, is there a cell of your being that believes that it's going to work? No. Is there a cell you believe that you think it's going to work for you? No. But you keep trying it. And I get it. It's because it's the only thing that's been available to you. But, but now you're hearing what I'm saying. Get my program or don't. But hear what I'm saying, okay? That the diets don't work. Then what are you going to do? What? Because here comes Mother's Day. So what are you going to do? You're going to pick out on Monday or Sunday with the belief, oh, I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to start Monday. No, you're fucking not. What are you going to do? You're going to eat a bunch of sweets and carbs and all the rest of it, and then you're just going to start Monday? You know how cranked up your carb cravings are going to be on Monday? You're not going to start a plan Monday. Stop it. Stop doing that to yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? This magic Monday idea that you're going to start one Monday being this magical version of yourself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> how please explain to me how that's going to happen. How would you all of a sudden become some other version of yourself? Like, like how, like, like why hasn't it happened? What's all of a sudden happened. I, I, and so what, so what do you say, Jim? Well, what am I supposed to start? Yeah. How am I supposed to start? You start fucking slow. Like you do anything else. You want to learn to play the piano. What are you gonna do? Start playing 20 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like after the first day, your hands are cramped up. You're not doing shit. So it's like you start the piano slowly here. I'm going to practice a half hour every day. Hey, that's a smart plan. So how do you start losing weight slowly? You pick your worst habit and start going to work on it. You you do it smartly and strategically. Stop doing the fucking diet thing. It's not working. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got to calm down. Uh, Anyways. Life worthwhile. I like that name. Just found you. Love your content mindset. So important. Thank you. I did not know that about the diets and their owners. Whoa. Right. That's what I mean. It's like, again, once you have the right information, it, it wakes you up out of a trance. I I, I can't put it another way. And that's why I was saying my client yesterday was saying that she's like, she's like, I'm not, I'm not dieting now. I'm not doing any of the bullshit that I did. I've just kind of woken up and I'm just eating like a normal person, you like at this point, you can't separate weight loss from diets. You know what I mean? Like you're so you've been hypnotized by the diets. Your biggest problem right now is that you have a diet or mindset. You think like a dieter and that is keeping you trapped, you know? And so um, you have to break free of that. And that's why I do all these lives. I do all the, the tick tocks and stuff. I do all this stuff because it's my mission to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And again, this is life or death to me. You know, so yeah, I got a program. I got a coaching program people invest in for sure. But I also just have free stuff. I just want to get you to realize this because I, it enrages me because I hate the cigarette companies. Don't you, (laughs) right? Even if you're a smoker, you hate the cigarette companies. Well, I feel the exact same way about the food companies. And so that, that framing of it, the way I think about it, helps me make better food choices. But, um, that's just the first step. So it's all a mindset thing. You know what I mean? Of changing how you think about this. Um, Still watch Renee? I sent you the request, but have not heard back. Oh, for what? I'm not sure what you sent me a request for. Is it a message request? If it's on TikTok, I'll check that out. Um, but let me know what you mean. You can always you can message me through TikTok, and I'll get to it. Sometimes I'm a little little late with that stuff, but I'll get to it if I haven't yet. If you message me on TikTok, um, and yeah, let me know because I, I I don't I miss stuff. I just got a million emails and stuff coming at me, so I, I apologize for that. Magic <laughs> that right. I love how real you are. Also true. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I take that very, very, um, that means a lot to me. Cause I, again, I'm, I'm, I just want to be out here being real. Cause that's, that's what I've built my career on is, you know, helping people. Cause again, what's my background? You know, I got a degree in finance and investments, you know, that's what I got my degree in, but then I spent 30 years, you know, it's funny. Like I've I tell this story sometimes, but it was 30 years ago. I guess the story really starts with my, my dad died when I was nine years old. And I knew, I knew his lifestyle and, and weight were part of the problem. I knew that right away. And I remember saying to myself, I'm never going to let that happen to me. Ten years later, I was 50 pounds overweight and I was binge drinking and I was depressed and whatever. So as much as I didn't want to go down that path, here I was going right down the path I didn't want to go down. And so I took a semester off from college and it was just i mean the universe just smiled down on me because that was when i got exposed to hypnosis neurolinguistic programming or nlp um, tony robbins yoga meditation guitar martial arts all of these things within like a month or two it was just it threw no fault to my own it just fell on me in life and i really though like i was ready for them and it changed so much and so nlp neurolinguistic programming it's really the science of modeling find people that are getting the results you want and find out how they did it Not just what they did, but how do they think about things? How do they see the world? What's their model of the world? And speaking with these people right away, I was like, holy shit. (laughs) They think completely differently than I do. They think completely different than the people I've been around. I always tell the story, the guy that that I grew up around that knew the most about diets and weight loss um, was a 400-pound family friend. He's a comedian. Spent the last 20 years in a a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. But he would start a new diet like every week and he knew like everything about the science of dieting and weight loss, but he couldn't do any of it. And so NLP really was that turning point for me that when you get into the mindset of what you want, that's where the secrets are. Well, okay. So anyways, I started to take this into it and it kind of changed me. I, I dropped the 50 pounds, but I've kept it off and everything started changing. So here I was, I got my degree, but I'm like, I'll start walking a different path in life. And so long story short, I got certified as a hypnotherapist, yoga instructor, um, strategic coach, all this stuff. And so then I spent the last 20 years working with real people, how to change their mindset so they can live as thin people. And that's really been my, my obsession. You know, I read 50 books a year. I mean, I'm just obsessed on it. So I pride myself in being practical and being real. Um, I don't want to just give you bullshit theories. I, I can't stand that because I, again, I could sit here and tell you what to do and, that's not your problem. You already know enough of what you should do to lose the weight. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it. So it's not about me giving you a plan and saying, oh, just live like this, eat like this and lose the weight because your problem is you wouldn't be able to get yourself to do that. And so there needs to be more to the process than just someone giving you a plan, okay? And that's really the cornerstone of the Program Yourself Then approach. It's about really building around, it's an inside out approach um, to mastering your weight. And it starts by changing the way you think about yourself, because right now you think about yourself as an overweight person. And I'm going to take it a step further and don't get offended by this. You want to be overweight. You weigh what you want to weigh subconsciously 100%. And until you change your subconscious want to want to be at your goal weight, it'll almost never, it's almost guaranteed not to happen. You know, um, Gastroperesis made me start. I don't know what what is. I'm not sure if that's spell right or wrong. I'm not sure what that is. Big food and big farmer are killing us. Even knowing this, it's hard to change. Yes, I, I agree. I agree because information doesn't equal behavior. Okay, um, but you're right about that. Um, I tried the download now feature. Oh, okay. From the the you tried downloading the hypnosis session. It didn't work. You might've sent me, you might, oh, you know what? It, you might've sent me an email from a while ago. Send me one more and I, I promise you I'll get this fixed. I think I know what happened if you're the person I'm thinking of. So just send me one more, write to me one more time and, and I'll promise you I'll take care of it today. Um, I love that you don't speak like a cult guru. You're real. I appreciate that. <laughs> I've had people come here and say I give off cult vibes. I'm glad to hear that too. <laughs> uh jrw that's not true i'm not sure what you're referring to is not true i'd love to hear that you're amazing do you have a practice um i do have a practice mary greek mom all right yeah, i'm greek i'm greek um i have a practice i i i did private coaching for a long time um i came up with program yourself then really very quick into my practice because i really i did specialize in weight loss right from the beginning um and programming yourself then was something i came up with really within the first year so i've been doing program yourself then for 20 years different versions of it, and all the rest of it and um so I don't really do private coaching so much anymore. Um, I, I do it occasionally, and, and it, it is it's a very big investment, honestly, to work one on one with me. But but what I do have is my program, and um, that's an investment too. But it is it, it's amazing. This program's it's, it's really kick ass. It's so good. Um, a lot of hypnosis, you know, it comes through your phone and every day you start the day with a five minute hypnosis session, it's eight weeks. And every morning it's a different hypnosis session. So I'm building up kind of this rep- repository of I'm getting you to think like a thin person. And so you relax and calm down, you activate your parasympathetic nervous system, huge part of weight loss. Um, and you put all these positive things in your mind and that's how you start your day. And then, um, at night you use this two minute self hypnotic programming technique. That's the key thing. The program yourself in technique is the most important piece. This is the thing that grounds you to being the weight you want to be at and being the person you want to be. It's like brushing your teeth. It becomes a habit like that, but it's, it's programming your subconscious mind. And so you use that technique. And then at night there's a sleep gnosis session, a 10 minute session. You listen to it. You drift off to sleep. Um, there's two versions. One where you drift off to sleep with, with no count out. And one that you listen to at night where there's a count out and go about your day, but it programs you to be a thin person. And then in my program, you get to work with me, right? We have coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday, which are hugely beneficial because a lot of times you get stuck with things you just don't even see. And I can, I move you through those very quickly. That, that's what I've been doing. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So that's how I work with people. And if you're interested in that, again, you, you can go to program yourself then and, and learn about the program. But if you want to get, I'll tell you this, um, is, is click on that link, uh, in my bio, get that hypnosis session. And, uh, once you get in there, I'll bring you to a training, three steps to master your weight, which watch that. But then in the end, that's about a half hour or so. Watch that. And then I talk about my program and I give you a special offer for it. It's up 50% off. Okay. So if you're interested in the program, that's the way you should do it. Um, JRW. Oh, okay. There we go. Yep. JRW. Uh, and hard to hear from someone who has struggled their whole life and been on prescription for weight loss. No one chooses to be fat. That's what I meant. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. You're not choosing to do it consciously. You're subconsciously oriented around being overweight. 99% chance of that. Okay, and what I mean by that is that, you know, you'll see this. Go, you can go look at. I just, I did a video. It's, a, you can look at my my videos if you go down, you scroll down, look for the video that says the subconscious reason you don't want to lose weight. I believe, or the, the subconscious reason you don't want to lose weight. Look at that because I, I talk about this, and then you'll see all the comments of people saying, "Yeah, exactly." And so most of the time, the reason you don't want to lose weight is you. Well, let me start. I was talking my spiel. You you wish you'd lose weight first off. Okay. So like your wish, like that you wake up tomorrow and just start eating better and lose the weight. Yeah. That wish is a 10 out of 10. Okay. But your want is usually like a two or three. And let me compare, let's get a sense of it. Like if I ask you a scale of zero to 10, how much you want to lose weight, where you, where's your number at? You probably say it's an eight or nine, Jim. Okay. Well, let's imagine this is a thought experiment, but let's imagine the person in your life that you love the absolute most was kidnapped And the kidnapper said, if you don't lose weight this month, you're never going to see this person again. And I'm going to put all your favorite foods around the house and you can't touch them. You can't move them. Where would your motivation be in that scenario? Now you're saying a 10, right? Well, now that you know what a real 10 feels like, was your original motivation score really as high as you thought it was? Or was it a lot lower? This is the first thing I do. Get congruent on where the problem is. And I agree, no one chooses to be fat. But a lot of times what ends up happening is You create the identity of being an overweight person. And as much as you may not like it, you're familiar and comfortable with it. You know how to get on in the world with it as it. Um, Again, another one is I just did, and people wrote a lot of comments that I think are very interesting is the trauma of being overweight. And so there's these subconscious reasons. People say, I keep the weight on me so that I can be invisible. It's the ultimate invisibility cloak. Um, A lot of times women will say, I don't want the attention of men and I use the extra weight to protect me from them. Um, there's so many subconscious reasons that are dictating it that are almost always the cause of the extra weight. So I agree. You're not choosing to be fat consciously. Subconsciously, we almost always do what we want to do. Almost. So anyways, yeah, such kind vibes. I love your lives good i'm glad i'm glad that's why i do them again i want to help all you i've been eating better since i first heard you i sent you an email renee thank you yeah oh good an email that's always the best way i always get those but yeah i'll go back for it we'll get you in there and that'll help you even more for sure um but yeah i mean why if you listen to me a lot what's happening the reason because i get that all the time people just listen to my live stuff it's helping them because i'm putting new ideas in your head i'm waking you up out of the trance a bit and i'm putting new ideas in there and so it's causing you to think differently when you think differently, you act differently. And when you act differently, you get different results, okay? But it all starts with the thoughts, you know? So never mind just leaving your thoughts alone and just forcing yourself to eat differently. That's not going to last. It's not going to work. You need to change the thoughts you're having, you know? That's the secret. Mary Greek Mom, how can I get this? You really do have a very strong effect. Thank you. Thank you. I do. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get I've been obsessed with this stuff for 30 years, and my craft is... what I'm doing a lot of the time, just to be honest, is I'm using a lot of conversational hypnosis. So just listening to me speak, I am speaking to your subconscious mind through metaphors and and a very specific way of communicating that I've honed over 30 years. And especially last 20 years of doing over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I have done thousands of weight loss lessons and PowerPoints. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've, I, this is, this is what I do. You know? Um, I had someone get out of here the other day. They're like, Jesus, do all you do is sit in that chair and talk about weight loss. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of stuff outside of work. I play guitar and I do a lot of stuff with my family. Um, and, uh, I read a lot and I, you know, I walk and do yoga. I do a lot of stuff, but when I'm working, it's basically this, you know? And so I could talk about this stuff all day long. Um, because again, it's, it's my literal passion. It's, it's not a, I, it's, I don't want you to just look good. I do want you to look good, um, but I want you to live as long as you possibly can. And I want you to have the best quality of life possible. I want you to be the best version of you that you can be. That's my goal for you. And um, everything I'm saying to you is, is built at that. So even again, I'm the person get a little offended when I say you weigh what you want. And I understand that, but understand that that comes from a place of love. And um, I, I, even if I don't know you, I, I want you to, I want you to get the results you want. You deserve them because we got one shot at life as far as I know. And the bummer part of this whole thing, it's not just even how you look, it's the it's the mindset. Cause I always ask people, like you know, how often are you thinking about weight or food? I'll get numbers 60, 70, 80 percent of the time. I don't want you to spend your life thinking about your fucking weight and, and food and losing weight and feeling like shit and all the the shitty stuff. I don't want that for you. I want you to live a life free of that where you are inspired and you're just you're you're Spending that energy and that focus with on the people that you love, or doing the things that make you feel good, or creating the results in your life that make you feel like you're a success. Do you know what I mean? Like, it really is. It, it's like my program. I, it, it, I don't program yourself then, but it's really not like a weight loss program. It's a personal development program, and the weight loss is just one of the side effects that happens. I, I don't know if that sounds like a weird thing, but that's how I think about it. Like, if you ask me, like Jim, what's your motivation to live at your goal weight? Like, to to look thin is like at the bottom of the list i'll talk for hours before i even get to that i don't don't really give a shit how i look i mean i do i I don't want to say like i'm I'm not completely egoless but it's way more about like i am addicted to the lifestyle i'm addicted to like how good can i feel i'm addicted to like how much potential is there because it's all free territory i've never grown up around anyone like this you know what i mean like everyone around me it was like overweight and unhealthy as they got older. And it's like just the, the, the just diminishing quality of life as they got older. And so now it's like, I'm on this path that's new to me, which is a little scary in some ways, you know, which is a whole nother story, but it's like it, it, the exciting part, the part that really jazzes me up. It's like, Holy shit. Like what's possible? Like I'm almost 50. And it's like, ah, I never would have thought 50 would have felt like this. I was thinking this yesterday. And I keep blasting through limiting beliefs. And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like, how much better can I feel? Like, I feel better now than I did when I turned 40. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Maybe a lot of these ideas of what I thought was possible are bullshit because I've blown through so many limiting beliefs. And it's like, holy shit, how many more limiting beliefs can I blast through? And like, that's what's driving me. Again, in the, in the program, we use pleasure-based motivation. Imagine that, right? So someone asked, how do you make weight loss pleasurable? Well, you build it around weight, pleasure-based motivation because your motivation right now is built around pain, right? Think about this, the spontaneous pain-based event. You step on the scale, you see the picture of yourself. You have to go to the doctor. Someone says something shitty to you. You catch a reflection. The clothes don't fit, and you're like, "Oh God, that's it. I've got to change. I've got to get. I've got to lose the weight." And then you're all emotional, and you're all in pain. And then you pick some extreme plan. You do it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. You can't keep it up, and then you go back to doing nothing until that whole process repeats itself. Sound familiar, right? And so instead, what we want to do is what makes us about pleasure, again. Mastering your weight, mastering who you are, being the best version of yourself, living a lifestyle that just juices you up, makes you feel good, excited about the future, where your eating is just in, in line, it's balanced out. I I don't know what's more pleasurable. It's more pleasurable than making a lot of money. Like it, 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 it affects every aspect of your life in a positive way. So as you condition yourself to focus on that part, which is what my program is all about, it's about consistently focusing on the pleasure connecting and clarifying all the pleasure you get out of it, it builds up all this pleasure-based motivation, which is the most powerful form of motivation. Why do you think you're struggling with the food? It's because it's fucking pleasurable. And you have all the dopamine blasting off in your brain when you think about the food. But you can do that with all the positive shit you want to achieve in your life. Problem is, there's no commercials. You have no commercials for your best life, your best self that you're connecting to and attaching the dopamine to. You've got all the bullshit, the fucking food, the sodas, the candy, the bullshit. That's what you're attaching your dopamine to. And so you're getting your juice, your rush, all through bullshit stuff because it's there's commercials for it. <laughs> If there was listen if you replaced all the commercials overnight and all of a sudden every commercial you saw was about you being your best feeling amazing being healthy being emotionally balanced feeling energized sleeping great being happy in the morning loving your life if that's all you saw like in eating healthy foods drinking enough water right you you would be a completely different person because you'd be programmed different But you ain't going to get that. We're never going to hit that reality as far as I can tell. So the closest thing is my program. (laughs) That's why I created it. It's a way to advertise to yourself all the good stuff you want to do. But you have nothing happening that way. And a matter of fact, not only that, but you now, uh, you associate losing weight, becoming healthier, eating better. feeling. You associate it with pain. You think losing weight fucking sucks. (laughs) And that's why you don't want to do it. Let's just get down to the core of it. Excuse my language. But you think losing weight is the fucking worst thing there is, which is why you keep putting it off because it's fucking miserable. Deprivation. It sucks. I get frustrated. Right? So it's like how, you know what I mean? You're so incongruent. And so it's like, you, that's why it feels like you're fighting against yourself. Right? Because you consciously want to lose the weight. And there's some party that keeps compelling you to eat the wrong shit and do the wrong stuff. Well, what part of that is you? It's your subconscious mind. And you never go to work on influencing that. So in my program, we're influencing your subconscious mind so that you're just juiced up to live healthy and be healthy and be the person you want to be. But you have no reinforcement system for that right now. You have no conditioning system. Because the thing is, you got the truth on your side. I feel amazing. So it's easy for me to say no to the bullshit food. Easy. Because I feel incredible. So when I look at the bullshit food, I say, I don't want to feel worse. Let me put it in a way you can understand. You are probably a non-smoker. The person who's a, sm- a smoker that was on here, you're not. You're probably not a heroin user, okay? And you're not a non-smoker. You're not a smoker or a, a non-smoker and not a heroin user because you're fighting cravings all day. You're a non-smoker, or a non-heroin user because the way you think about those things, you have no desire to do it. As a matter of fact, you may feel disgust, but at least indifference, and so you don't have any cravings for it. Do you understand that? That's what I'm trying to say. You're stuck on the willpower level and you're missing the most important piece, which is the mindset. When you change how you think about the food and yourself and this whole process, it, it changes everything. You're locked into a willpower model. And as long as you're locked there, you're going to lose. So anyways, um, where's the nighttime hypnosis? I only see the daytime one. Oh, wait a second. Are you, hold on a second. Cleo, you in the program, Write that. Let, let me see that, oh, there's Pammy, all right, I'm on day 13, definitely making better decisions, super, 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 yeah, and, and it just gets stronger and stronger, make sure you're doing the PYT technique, start practicing, that and get on the calls, let me help you with that, okay, it's really important, great job, Pammy, thank you so much for your words, I must go now, it's 24, and fr- oh my goodness, going out to eat, all right, Switzerland, nice, um, I'm in a new city, definitely want to try the food here, but also keep my body in check, sure, What's your program about? It's about reprogramming yourself from the inside out into the thin, healthy person you want to be. Um, I have many health issues. I'm at two eighty pounds. I'm fifty eight. I felt I feel defeated. I get that, Linda. I, I appreciate that. I know it, it's hard. Listen, most of my clients are rarely do I a client under forty. Usually, my clients are like um, uh, fourteen. 14. <laughs> I Thought it's a number. Most of my clients are at least in their 40s, usually in their 50s or 60s, because at that point you've tried all the diets. And again, the worst thing can happen is a diet that worked and then stopped working, you put the weight on because you can only do so many of those before you finally get this idea like, fuck, the diets do not work. And so most of my clients are people that, the diets they know don't work, but they don't have an alternative. Well, what else do I do? And they're stuck in this place, they feel stuck and defeated. So I understand that. And the reason you feel so defeated is because you, you only see one path forward, which is dieting and you know it doesn't work. And so now now you feel powerless, like there's no road forward. Um, So, what I'm trying to tell you is that there is a road forward. And so, regardless of you can join my program or not, um, get that hypnosis session I'm talking about and watch that training because it's a different way to approach this. Watch my videos, listen to my podcast. Um, I'm telling you everything. Okay. My program is just put together. Again, if you could do it, do it. Um, But I'm giving, I'm telling you everything and just keep listening to it. Okay. Because what I'm doing is I'm articulating a different way for you to achieve it. The reason you feel defeated is because you're defeated with dieting. And so you should just accept the L, okay? Accept that you, you, you've lost at dieting. You're never going to diet effectively. Let it go, okay? Stop dieting and start focusing on your worst eating habit. How can I improve this? What's my worst ha- eating habit? How can I replace this? How can I remove it? What can I do to change this? Re- reduce it, replace, remove it. And go to work on that and do it strategically. Right, and start working on it. All your energy focuses on that worst habit, and once you get some headway with that, it starts to feel normal to, to overcome it. Then you move on to the next one. You're probably trying to do way too much all at once. Again, that impatience blocks us more than anything else. You know, um, so it's like that. <clears throat> okay, Cleo. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh okay, yeah, you're in the pro. So, um, the the nighttime ones. Okay, so cool thing, right? So I just added this yesterday. You're going to start getting two reminders now. Let me know if you got that reminder yesterday. So I'm getting in the nudge. Don't see nighttime hypnosis and I'm not looking in the right place. Um, let me, because I want to know this actually. I, I literally just started yesterday. You get the morning one. You're getting that. The, you should start getting one at eight o'clock at night. A new reminder to remind you to do the PYT technique. And it, if you click that little reminder and go to a little card that comes up, there's a link to the nighttime hypnosis session. Okay. Listen to that all right? Because that nighttime, people are listening to that. It's really, really effective because you're bookending your day, you know? And so the ideal, you want to do three things. Listen to the morning one, do the two-minute programming technique, and then listen to that 10-minute sleepnosis session, okay? And if you can't find it, if you go into the membership area, it's literally right up on the menu. It'll say sleepnosis. Look in the Nudge app and look and see if you got the message. There should be a card there for last night. And it'll say, Nighttime reminder, go open that up. And then there should be a link right to the sleep sessions. Let me know if you don't see those. All right. Cause I want to get you, I want to make sure you get getting those. Um, what if your worst eating habit also is your favorite? It makes you happy. It's the sweets for me. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, great question. Um, a big part of that is kind of getting some perspective, getting perspective on your habits is, is really, really important and helpful. And so a lot of times we do this where we say, oh, this is my, my favorite habit. This is my, this is the one that makes me happy. Does it make you happy? You know because i know it makes you happy in the 10 minutes you're eating the sweets but if you zoom out and look at the full consequence of that behavior is it making you happy and so that's the first step of that okay and so if you look at the big picture again a big part of what we want to do is shift from just focusing on the consumption of food to focusing on the consequence and listen you're not bullshitting yourself you think it makes you really happy maybe it does And if it's the, if it, if eating those sweets truly makes you genuinely happy inside and out and really is a a source of real deep, genuine pleasure in your life, then I would focus on keeping that habit then, and then working on something else. But if you find that eating those sweets actually is not as making you, it's not making you as happy as you thought, and actually it's causing you a lot of pain in your life in terms of the weight and how you feel about yourself and all the rest of it, then you got to reframe it a bit. And then you say, oh, because I used to think, you know, I'll tell you, like I used to binge drink. I had a real problem with it. And I'll tell you what was a real turning point. Part of it was when I remember, I remember reading, like they said, alcohol is a depressant. I said, what? I said, what alcohol are they talking about? Alcohol makes me, I love it. It makes me happy. And I I love drinking alcohol. What, what depressant, (laughs) what are you talking about? And then I was like, holy shit, it's a depressant. I'm like, oh, I'm like, maybe it's making me depressed the other 20 hours of the day. And I'm just using that to numb myself from the depression that it's helping to cause. Huh? Now, I can only get that with a bit of perspective, seeing the bigger picture, you know? So what, what is the consequence of those sweets on you, physically, mentally, and emotionally? Notice that and start to reframe this. Is it making you happy? Is it making you happy in the moment? And so again, you don't have to change. See, this is such a big part of my approach and a program. It's not about, it's not about forcing yourself to change. so, like right off the bat, people say, okay, so I have to stop eating my favorite foods. Nope keep eating them. I want you to keep eating your foods. I binge eat, Jim. What should I do? Stop eating that? Nope. Keep binge eating. Okay. But pay attention to how it feels. Binge eat. Be aware. Why am I binge eating right now? What's going on? After you're done binge eating, what is the consequence of this? How do I feel physically, mentally, emotionally? What's the consequence that follows the binge eating? Don't stop yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Connect to what the consequences of it. And that starts to transform how you think about that binge behavior. Cause what you're always doing is you're always keeping that binge. I love binging, but I got to stop myself or I hate binging. I got to stop myself. doesn't matter. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. If I tell you not to think about a banana, what are you thinking about? (laughs) What happened? I told you not to think about a banana. (laughs) <laughs> right, so it's like you're there, oh, I gotta stop bingeing. I gotta stop anyway it was like then we do it. So, um, again, what's what's gonna change your behaviors more than just using willpower to stop yourself. Is the reframing of it, thinking about it differently. And you'll you'll find this is true if you look at anything in your life that you used to and you don't do anymore, it's because you think about it differently. You know, again, my whole program is based on what's what works. It's it, it based on success. So, I'm in a new city. Definitely want to try the food here, but also keep my body in check. Yeah, you can do that, Shayla. Again, that, that's the goal. So, so that becomes the question. How can I try new foods and keep my body in check? Again, solution-oriented mindset's another key component of the program because your problem, everyone is, don't, don't take this personally, we're all problem-oriented creatures. And wh- what you're doing with your weight loss, you're always asking questions like, what's wrong with me? How come I keep eating the wrong foods? Why do I keep screwing up? How come I can't stick with a plan? Am I ever going to lose this weight? Why do I keep doing this? And it's all based around the problem. And so in our course, we, we intentionally have this space to ask, how can I lose weight comfortably? How can I make this easy and enjoyable? How can I be the best version of myself? And we keep asking these questions. I know you know not the answers, but you're not asking those questions. And as you start asking them consistently, you start revealing new strategies that work for you. So again, Shayla, the, the question, the sweet question is, how can I try the different foods and keep my body in check? Well, what answers come up? I mean, I know the answers I got, but what answers come up for you? And you keep asking that question because that's the sweetest question you can ask. How can I have the most pleasure possible? You see, that's what Program Yourself is built around. It's about, it's about you having the most pleasure. People get in the program and say, okay, so now i got to give up my favorite uh, dessert. Nope. You make the, that, that favorite dessert of yours, you make the cornerstone of your weight loss program. Huh? What are you talking about, Jim? You make that the cornerstone. Like the focus of your eating plan is your most favorite meal. Uh how am I going to do that? I'm going to eat it all the time. I'm going to gain weight. No, hold on. I didn't say you could eat it all the time. You're going to have to eat it differently, but you operate around that. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. In the program, we talk about a five-two plan, eating plan, five days clean, two days pleasure. So the reason I'm able to eat clean for five days a week is because I know on the weekend, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. So you have more wiring in your brain for the anticipation of pleasure than for the actual pleasure. Isn't that crazy? It's because in the natural world, it takes more energy and motivation to get the food. Than it does to eat it once it's there in front of you so you literally this is neuroscience you have more wiring in your brain for the anticipation of pleasure so we want to strategically use dopamine i don't want to get too technical but we want to be strategic with how we set up our eating and so one of the best things you can do is i know my favorite dinner is saturday night friday night and so a lot of times when i'm monday and i'm eating clean i don't feel like i can never have sweets again i can never have pasta again i'm gonna have it on saturday and so again This is based on a study. Everything I'm doing is based on practical studies, neuroscientifically backed strategies, psychological strategies that have been proven. And so they did a study where they would tempt people with stuff and they would have them say different phrases and things to deal with the cravings. And it's like, oh, I can't have that. No, I'm on a diet. I shouldn't eat that. That shit didn't work. And you know what worked? I'll have it later. Why? Because you're not saying no to it. As soon as we say, and this is you on your diet. Okay, no more sugar. Yeah, okay. There's nothing better to trigger your sugar cravings than saying I can't have sugar anymore. There's nothing better to trigger your carb cravings than saying I can't have carbs anymore, okay? So stop doing that. Instead, say I'm going to compress my carb eating. I'm going to compress my sugar eating to a couple times a day or a couple times a week, okay? And you compress it so that your brain can say, oh, I can't wait to have that and you can live in your head saying, oh, I can't wait to eat that dessert. I can't wait to eat that dessert. I can't wait to eat that dessert, dessert." but then, when you eat the dessert, you're eating it, and it feels in balance. It feels right because you ate clean most of the week, and now you go into this, and so it starts to. Someone said having a healthy relationship with food. This is how you create a healthy relationship with food, you know. Impatience blocks us more than anything else. So true. It is really true, right? Okay, I'll watch it. Thanks. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, look, look for that, Cleo. Let me make sure you find that. Um, where do I find your program again? you can go to program yourself then, but don't do that everyone. Okay. I don't, I don't want you to even pay that. I, I put that because that's what the program costs, but I want you to get the, the discount on it. So what you do is you go to my bio, click on that link, get your hypnosis session. It's free. Um, and then it takes a few minutes to process it. I will send you to a page and I bring you a presentation, three steps to master your weight. Watch that training. Even if you don't get the program, watch the training. It's, it's 30 minutes. It, it'll give you, cause here I'm kind of I'm th- discussing some of the things, but I'm, I'm all over the place. Cause the questions, watch it it'll give you a new paradigm of weight mastery and then at the end of that i talk about the program and i give you a discount it's over half off okay and you can start with the program and again this program like when you start it, it's not like any other program you've done it starts it's all delivered through your phone okay it's an eight-week program and so tomorrow morning you wake up and there's a hypnosis session waiting for you it's five minutes long and every morning for the next eight weeks it's a different session So we're always putting different weight loss mantras in your mind then i teach you this two-minute technique and then there's an evening session, which is about 10 minutes. And that's got a core weight loss mantra in it. And so you start reprogramming your mind. You relax yourself. You put all this good stuff in your head. And it causes you to think differently. So it's easier to make healthy food choices. Um, any ideas of high volume, high satiety foods? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the right question, okay? Understanding calorie density is, is the cornerstone of your diet approach, okay? You really want to understand that. Because that's how you can eat yourself silly, be full, and still lose weight okay, is understanding calorie density, and it's simple, it's simple, okay, it's fruits, vegetables, greens, beans, this is the stuff of nature, it's nature's foods, okay, so don't get confused by it, right, I know they're always putting their different bullshit out there, that's part of the strategy to confuse you, okay, it's not complicated, natural, whole, unprocessed foods, that's how you live at your goal weight, it's simple, okay, now it's simple, it's a simple concept, it's not simple to transform your diet into eating that way, that's a process, okay, but that's the goal is to start eating more fruit, more vegetables, more greens, more beans. Um, and these are foods that take up a lot of volume and satisfy you, but they have a lot less calories in it. And so you're eating a lot of food and you feel completely stuffed and full, but you're losing weight because your calorie consumption went down and it goes down. There's all sorts of reasons why, because your, your body biochemically, it, it's, you're not, you're not getting starvation mode, right? Starvation mode's a real thing. And so, um, you know, it, it just it helps a whole process. That's a great question, though. Smart. Um, Penny says just turned sixty, working out twice a week, walking every day, and feel so stuck. I get it, Penny. And and again, yeah, sixty. You got sixty years of dieting bullshit in your head, you know. And so, it's again. I, I mean, I'll just tell you because I, I can read between the lines of what you're saying already. I, I know you. I, I know you're my you're my you're my avatar. You're you're the person I work with for twenty years. Um, it's got to become a process of becoming the best penny you can be, you know, it's gotta be less about losing weight. You're so fixated. I'm I'm telling you there's something, I I can't explain this. I'm going to tell you this and it's anecdotal, take it for what it is, but I've just seen it so many times that it's something I can't wait till science figures out what this is, but the way I always see it, people come in the program sometimes and I always get very, I get always get overthinkers. Everyone in my program is an overthinker. Um, They're usually successful you know, in their lives in some capacity, whether it's professionally or personally, you know, whatever they've done. And, um, but they struggle with this area of their life. And so they say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. And then they get really fixated and focused on it. And so I'm gonna do everything right to lose the weight. Right. And, um, they get in that mode and then they don't lose any weight four weeks, five weeks. I'm like, what the shit? I don't understand. I'm losing weight. And I said, well, what are you going to do though? Are you going to quit now? Or are you going to keep going? You know? And then they always make a decision. Some people quit, you know, and some people say, I'm going to keep going because I feel a lot better. <laughs> I'm sleeping better. I feel better. I'm more relaxed. I'm calmer. My, everything's better. So I'm going to keep going and then the weight will come. And then magically that's when the weight loss starts happening. I don't know if their stress and their anxiety about losing weight is causing cortisol. I, I try and explain it scientifically. I, I don't know. That's kind of the way I go with. I think it's probably cortisol stress. Something's holding onto the weight. Because um, there is a thing called metabolic adaptation, which is a complex thing. And I think it takes into account even... All of a sudden, you're in this stressful situation. You activate your sympathetic nervous system. And your body says, "Oh shit, hold on the weight." We're in a weird situation. I think that's part of it, probably ultimately. So, you know, Penny, what I would say is I can almost I can read between the lines that you're getting obsessed with doing everything right to lose the weight, and it's not happening, and you're feeling discouraged. And so, again, you know, my program we really focus on the small wins, the subtle wins, um, which are because again, the weight loss is is unpredictable. It's inconsistent. So you can't base your motivation around that or else you're going to have inconsistent, unpredictable motivation. So you have to base it around things that you can hang your hat on. And those things are when you start thinking differently, when you start living differently, we you start eating differently, we start focusing on how it feels mentally and emotionally primarily and physically, but mentally and emotionally especially. So when you start doing healthier stuff, when you start doing things that feel manageable, they are overwhelming, they feel good, you start feeling like, wow, I could do this. And you start feeling more motivated and optimistic and hopeful. And that makes you feel different physically. You know, you start feeling more calm and relaxed. You start enjoying the process. You start drinking more water. You start getting better sleep. You start putting good nourishment into your body. You start breathing more. And all of a sudden you start feeling like, oh, it's not just all about weight loss. You know what I mean? It's about feeling amazing. And so it's really easy to feel Amazing. Believe it or not, you know. You know. I guess I, I. You know. I never have said that. It's like I guess that's why my program is so great. <laughs> that's why my program is so great. Holy shit! I just realized that because you know what? It's it's not hard to lose weight, but the problem with the reason it feels hard to lose weight, it's hard to lose weight quickly. Okay, it's hard to lose because your time frame of weight loss is days, weeks, maybe months, and um, so it's hard to lose weight quickly in that time frame but it's really easy to feel fucking amazing very quickly. That's why my program's so great. I just realized it. Because you're starting every day relaxing, but then it's a big focus on the lifestyle piece where you're getting more sleep, drinking more water, relaxing. You're relaxing every time you listen to the hypnosis sessions. You're breathing more when you listen to the, re- the hypnosis sessions. Nourishing your body. So never mind if you eat like shit, let's just put some good stuff in your body. You just start doing that and that feels amazing. Um, you start moving more. That feels good. Uh, you, the medi- whether you meditate or not, the hypnosis quiets your mind. Um, and then you just, you, from that place, you start to feel more grateful and you start feeling like good, which is what you're after. That's why. There it is. Yeah. So, so anyways, that, that, and when you start building around that, that's not unpredictable and, and you know inconsistent. That's very predictable. You start doing the right things right now, you instantly start feeling better. That's kind of cool that I realized that. So anyways, I hope that helps you out. Help me out just now talking about that. <clears throat> Mary Greek mom just said, oh, God, thank you. This makes so much sense. Good. I'm glad. That's why I do this. All right. Um, Julie, what's up? Um, how do I repeat the eight weeks when I'm at the end, please? Um, yeah, I'll say, oh, Joe, you've been so awesome on this. So yeah, I'll hook you up. Um, again, you have lifetime access to the membership area. Um, the nudge app and the live calls, you know, it's, it's eight weeks, but, um, you've been so great, Jill, that, that, uh, shoot me a message. <laughs> penny says bingo right yeah I, this is what i do you know what i mean like like i know i know your mindset more than you do you know that, that's just like um this just what i do which which uh, i'm not i'm not tooting my own horn i'm saying that because that's the thing the biggest challenge you have is your mindset it, it's not your it's not your willpower even because i know i would have bet you're a focused person i just get this feeling i don't know and um so it's like you you do a, uh, I get a lot of those people they're just like okay now I'm going to do this perfect. <laughs> but it's weird like the perfectionism a lot of times like the perfectionism is like anxiety in disguise, you know, and it's like it's all this anxiety if I don't do it perfect I'm not going to get the results. And um so so that, that oh boy it, so so often people are I'm a recovering perfectionist and that's the main avatar that people in my program is we're overthinkers which is not a bad thing. It's like you got this supercomputer, but you're running shitty programming through it, you know? And so in the programming where they have like this saying, Gaigo, garbage in, garbage out. And so it's like you have this supercomputer, but you're running shitty programming. And so you're just getting shitty results. So um, the the, the overthinking is great when you're running good programming. And so those people do usually do the best in the programming. Um, but then you're kind of a perfectionist. And that that's all sorts of mental traps, you know, from that. So it's a process of changing the way you approach this and um, really not being a perfectionist, you know, uh, like changing that up, but that's so many people, we work on that a lot in the program because uh, the perfectionism is a, is a, it, it masquerades as something good and it's not, you know, I'll just leave it that. Cause I gotta get out of here. Um, what would you recommend as immediate steps for someone trying to start now? Um, okay. Well, what I would recommend right off the bat is I would go to my bio and I would get the hypnosis session that I give you. And then I would watch that training, three steps to master your weight. I would really watch that. Okay. It's about a half hour. Um, so that's what I would do mindset wise. Uh, right now, immediately, if you want to start right now, again, I would suggest what is your worst eating habit that shows up daily or multiple times a week? You know, what's your worst eating habit and go to work on fixing that. Okay. Strategically, don't just stop yourself really understand it, stalk it. You know, what, what, how does this habit happen? What mood am I in? Why am I doing this habit? What's, what am I getting from it? What's going on? And start to work on it. Remember, you got three R's, reduce, replace, remove. You know, you got three options of how you want to deal with that habit. Test them out, you know, find out which one feels the best and which one feels like it'd be the longest lasting solution, you see? And so I know that's probably now what you're hearing. You don't want to share some magical, you know, overwhelming response. But again, I, I'm, more, I'm more focused on it as long as possible, as opposed to as soon as possible. You know, with the weight loss. So, I hope that helps you out. Sorry, right, everyone. I'm going to get out of here. I hope you all have a, a super weekend. If I don't see you this weekend, um, again, go get that hypnosis session. Listen to it. Um, watch that training. And a uh, podcast is "Program Yourself Thin." Right? It's on all the podcast platforms. Watch that. Jim Katsoulis is my um, that my my YouTube, and uh, uh, I have a TikTok channel too. That's that. It's it's more hypnosis stuff. Um, But you can check all those out. So thank you so much, everyone. I, I love you all. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye.